You're listening to the Australian Water Association podcast series. My name is Joe Taranto and joining me is Ben Wood, the team leader for health and safety services, and Michael Nolan, health and work fitness coordinator, both from Icon Water. And we're discussing Live Well, a new way forward for workplace safety. Welcome, guys. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Ben, tell us a bit about what was happening at Icon Water in 2018 when it came to health and safety. Uh, 2018 was a was an interesting time for Icon Water. They, they invested in a couple of new people in the safety team, so that's Michael and myself. Um, and and we had a objective to tackle an area of the business that was having some challenges uh, on a number of different levels. But the things that they were seeing at Icon included an increase in injuries, but musculoskeletal uh, injuries based on the work that they were doing in field maintenance, so people outside digging holes and fixing water pipes, um, and and also trying to tap into some of the cultural aspects of safety, including you know why we choose to do things the way that we do them um, and can we do things a better way. So um, that time, Michael and I were new to the team and, and our objective was really to get to know our people, uh, get to know our work that we were doing and come up with some different ways of approaching that particular work group to try and uh, promote a different outcome, if that makes sense. It does, it does. Michael, you've come into the organisation. Tell us about the initiatives that you and Ben worked on. Like Ben said, there was a significant increase in musculoskeletal injuries, particularly in our field maintenance work group. And so that's like your muscular sprains, strains and similar injuries. And so we kind of picked up that um, there were some specific tasks, manual tasks that were primary causes of these injuries. So one of the things that we started with was actually um, taking a closer look at what those tasked, tasks involved. Uh, some of those were manhole cover lifting, some of those were manual valve uh, operations and others, just to give us a better understanding of uh, what they involved, um, which would then lead us to understand how we could improve them. So that was one thing, improving hazardous manual tasks. Another initiative that we kicked off early in 2018 with was an on-site physiotherapy program. And so the idea around that was to basically give that work group an early in to professional advice and treatment and assessment of any little niggles that they might have had that could potentially develop into a full-blown injury in order to try and prevent that from happening. And so we had really good uptake with that. Um, another initiative that we then later kicked off with was more around physical conditioning. So a lot of organisations focus largely on the tasks themselves and reducing the risk of injury from those, but often forget and miss the other end of the equation, which is the actual physical condition of the people who are performing those tasks. And so we called our program Choose to Move, and basically it was an eight-week strength and conditioning program for 12 groups of 12 workers from that field maintenance group um, to basically get them fitter so that they could be more resilient physically to some of those tasks that they had to perform. And the last key initiative that we launched was what we called our Live Well Health Calendar, which basically involved uh, four week-long activities around general health and well-being uh, to educate our whole workforce uh, 
on those areas. And these four initiatives made up what you call the Live Well program, is that right? Yes, that's right. Why did you decide on Live Well? Traditionally, approaches from organisations and health and safety teams have largely been based around avoiding doing this, avoiding doing that, not doing this and doing that, whereas the approach of encouraging your workforce to live well, uh, to me, is one that shows more care for the people. It's saying that rather than you know, focusing on doing this and not doing that, we want you to live well. We want you to go home after your day of work healthier than you arrived um, because we actually care about you and your colleagues. And so it's a bit of a distinction uh, from the more traditional approach and one that we thought was actually really important in engaging that work group uh, to move forward healthily with these initiatives. And you've obviously been on a bit of a journey throughout these programs. What are some of the things that you've learnt from running these initiatives? We've definitely learnt that one size doesn't fit all. And by that, I really mean that you can't expect one initiative to work well for everyone. Um, And so it's important to understand what your priorities are for improving the health of your people, where their health gaps exist, so that you can actually come up with a range of um, initiatives that are going to, well, engage a broad range of people in your organisation. And so we found that what worked well for our field maintenance work group didn't work so well for other areas of our business, like our office workers. And so we had to kind of tweak some of these initiatives to better suit other areas of the organisation. But we did see that overall, there's a general desire from most people to get better, to live well, to be healthy. And so typically you do see people get on board with with these things. Ben, how did you find that the organisation responded to the changes that you were making? So originally, it's a great question actually. Originally, we had a small um, group of leaders that supported our initiative and we ran a trial. Um, And it was really pleasing to see that very quickly after the trial commenced that there was interest from other parts of the organisation in the type of work that we were doing. It was quite unheard of for us in this part of, I guess, industry to turn up and say we want 12 of your maintenance workers twice a week to come to the gym with us um, and do squats and pull-ups. So it was really pleasing to see that we were actually given, I guess, enough rope to try something a little bit daring and new uh, and, and equally that the the leaders in the business actually supported us um, and supported the initiative. So that was that was one really pleasing thing. Um, the, the other part that I note really improved was the general feel around um, the group, if that can make a little bit of sense. So we we had a group that was now talking about the Choose to Move program uh, because their colleagues were coming to work saying how much fun they'd had that morning doing a squat challenge or doing a reverse bear crawl up a set of stairs. So there was conversation and that was something that we really used to run some of the other things. So the hazardous manual task reduction benefited from this initiative because we actually had people thinking about jobs that they were doing and ways that they could do it better. So we were were at the same time investing in new tools and equipment, varying processes for different things to make them 
less hazardous and it started some really good conversations. So those benefits were realised quite quickly after the initiative. With any change and with any new way of doing business, you obviously need to highlight the outcomes and, and how it's benefiting everyone. What were some of the positive outcomes for Icon Water? Some of the positive outcomes, and we've got some individual highlights, which are really which are really great. We had some of our people in the field who work outside um, doing manual work all day had poor nutrition at a hamburger at lunch every day and a can of Coke. Um, the, the programs that we ran, including Choose to Move and some of the nutrition lunch and learn seminars that we ran with our people, created some change in those people for the better. Uh, and we've seen people make really significant changes in what they bring in their rescue to work, the amount of water that they drink in a day. And, and they've come to us and said, actually, I'm actually getting through my day much better, which has been a really good outcome. So we, we, that we experienced a, a more robust workforce. Um, if that can, if I can say it that way, another, another part of that was, we actually used their expertise and their knowledge that was harnessed in a positive way to get us some really good outcomes. So we we introduced a, a saw to cut pipe, uh, which is a, a hazardous task, but that saw was the result of uh, research that our people that do that task every day had done in industry. And it was a, as a result of them trialing a piece of equipment making some tweaks around things and and showing their own initiative to address that particularly hazardous task. So um, that they're, they're some of the improvements that we saw uh, at our local level. Uh, and then the, at the corporate level, we, we saw improvement in uptake. So our first couple of initiatives had small uptake of people. Uh, and then we had people coming to us with different types of initiatives like Michael said in the beginning, one size doesn't fit everyone. So one initiative doesn't float the boat of some people, uh, but they came to us with ideas about different initiatives, um, which was at an organisational level, people want to get involved. And I think that creates a really nice atmosphere for stuff, programs like this to be successful. How important is data in a process like this? Yeah, very important, uh, particularly when you're surrounded by uh, you know, engineering data type people. So we were, uh, Michael's work that he did, one of the best investments that we made in the beginning was a, a couple of little measuring tools that allowed us to uh, measure the forces involved with some of our hazardous manual tasks um, and put that into some perspective for people. So we were able to say that, for example, when you're lifting a manhole that's stuck with dirt out of the, out of the manhole, when you're lifting the lid out of the cover, it can be 120 kilos of force to break that out of there. Uh, and that's significant. And our people had never known that before. So that was a really good um, part of that. And, and certainly after the choose to move, we did some, with our fitness partners, we did some arbitrary measurements of uh, health and, you know, we measured weight and ability to do stuff. And we'd seen that, you know, eight weeks was enough to create significant improvement in people's physical capability and them being able to see that on a graph or a picture was really powerful. So data was very important for us. Michael, where to next for this program? Yeah, it's a great question, Joe. So I suppose we've learned that um, 
people are interested in improving their health. And I think what is somewhat new about this is understanding that the workplace generally has a really key potential role to play in improving health, the health of individuals, but also the health of the population at large. And one of the really cool things that we noticed was that following our Choose to Move program, some of our um, staff that went through it continued on after the program finished at the local gym. But not only that, a month or two later, a couple of them had started to bring their own family along, um, which was a huge win for us. And it really taught us a, a valuable lesson that truly the organization has real influence in improving the health of people. Um, and so when you ask where to next, we're still learning. Um, but certainly we, we've identified great potential to improve health, great potential to improve productivity and engagement on a workforce level. Um, but we've also learned that, yeah, this is an opportunity for other organisations to invest in. Um, we would love to see more organisations rethink how they do workplace safety and really put uh, some skin in the game when it comes to um, investing in the health of their people. That's what we'd really like to see. I've been speaking with Ben Wood, the team leader for health and safety services, and Michael Nolan, health and work fitness coordinator at Icon Water. Thank you both for your time. Thank you, Joe. Thanks so much, Joe.